0: Everybody, welcome back to Q Tips. We are the Video Store Junkies, and we are back once again to bring you a few selections to watch over the weekend on streaming. And we're going to get right into this. And I'm going to throw this over to Paul. Why? Thank
1: you, Renee. Hey, you know what I had for dinner tonight? I had beef stroganoff because beef—it's what's for dinner. So guess what my first recommendation is? It's beef on Netflix. It's a 10-part uh, miniseries, um, or what do they call it? limited run series now. Um, and it's uh, created by Lee Sung Jin. And it's about, basically, it stars uh, Ali Wong and Steven Yeun. And they play two people who basically get into a road rage incident between the two. Um, and then it just escalates from there. Uh, it's interesting. It's really funny, but it's also it also gets kind of serious it's a it's an h24 joint so that kind of gives you an idea of kind of it's going to be a little bit more to it than just a a weird funny little thing about road rage and in fact it's kind of neat because at first you're like these are two very terrible people and they make very terrible decisions but as it goes on they get a little bit they get more and more sympathetic but they still keep making terrible decisions there are times when they start making their correct decisions, or night, you know, they start righting their wrongs and then just make even worse decisions. Um, but it's really fascinating because, like I said, they're very, most of the characters actually are, are fairly uh, three dimensional, well rounded. Uh, it's, it's well worth catching. The episodes are only 38, 35, 38 minutes long each, and there's 10 episodes. Highly recommend it. Uh, again, that's Beef, B E E F on Netflix. And talking about somebody who's beefy, I pass this to Zach.
2: Uh, beefy in <laughs> the best way, of course. <laughs> oh, uh, well, uh, tell, tell uh, all the single ladies. Um, no, so. <laughs> 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 um, okay, I have a theme this week. I don't always do themes, but uh, I, I decided to do, do one this week uh, because I have the most specific theme I think anyone has ever done in this show, which is. Uh, mystery box shows about small towns that I like to watch while playing Angry Birds. Uh, oh my now, God. <laughs> so these are shows uh, that I'm, I'm not going to give them like the full throated uh, suggest- uh, recommendation that I, I sometimes give to things. Sometimes, you know, I'll, I'll fall in love with a TV show and I'll just, you know, insist that everyone watch it. These shows are perfectly fine, they're perfectly entertaining. Uh, they're not necessarily shows that I can sit down and just, like, give all my attention to, though. So, um, And and somehow I just found uh, two that are kind of similar. And uh, so sometimes I, I'll, I'll play a little Angry Birds at night and watch these shows in the background. But anyways, uh, so the first one I'm going to recommend uh, stars teen heartthrob Matt Dillon. Uh, he's still a teen heartthrob, right? I don't, I don't know. I'm just assuming he is. Um, and he's a Secret Service agent who uh, goes to a small town looking for... Uh, a couple of other Secret Service agents who have disappeared, and then he finds out that uh, he cannot leave this town. The name of the town is Wayward Pines, and it's also the name of the show. Apparently, based on a book or a series of books that I have not read. Um, but it's a it's a fun little show, and it's got some great performances. Uh, besides Teen Heartthrob Matt Dillon, uh, you've also is it? Am I allowed to admit that I I kind of enjoy Terrence Howard's performances, even though he's a piece of shit? Apparently, is that? is it allowed yeah. okay yeah. You can, that, okay you can that, separate
1: sorry. the art from the artist yes right.
2: <laughs> okay perfect perfect yeah. or the or in this case the art from the mathematician um so ah! anyways uh terrence howard uh plays the sheriff of the town um I, I actually i think he's a good actor even though he's a horrible person and uh but more importantly uh it also features a uh recurring role from toby jones who i just absolutely adore in everything um so uh yeah wayward pines it's it's a fun little again it's a little mystery box show about a mysterious little town uh it's two seasons and you can watch them on hulu and uh yeah i don't know maybe maybe you'll love this show and you want to give it your undivided attention or um maybe you will also want to watch it while you're playing angry birds i don't know um but think, uh, speaking of things that are deserving of my uh undivided attention uh renee what's your first pick this week
0: well thank you very much so, my first thing, something a little bit uh, different that came across my, we all know where it came from. It came from my To Be Recommended, okay? So, but I stand by my suggestion from 1957.
3: It is the giant claw. Oh my God. <laughs>
0: Yay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So, this would be so, okay. Panic. <laughs> yes, Panic ensues because there's a, a mysterious UFO that actually ends up being a giant bird that is a very, very special looking bird. Hey, and Renee,
3: it, <laughs> Renee, can I just ask you, Please. how big is this bird? Like if you had to compare it to something else, what would you say it's as big as?
0: Um, As big as, say, like the Titanic? Uh,
3: very good. Very good. Because about 20 <laughs> times in this movie, they keep saying it's as big as a battleship.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, it is, it's a crazy bird. And what, one of my favorite lines is that it says that it, that it has no regard for life or architecture. <laughs> or like <most> birds.
2: Same. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> there was a point when it landed on, I forget which building it landed on. It was just kind of taking little nibbles out of the roof. It was pretty great. Um, but, you know, I think much like all of these giant monster movies, towards the end, I I, felt, I did feel bad for the giant turkey bird. Renee, w- yeah. w- would
2: you go so far as to say that this monster is an angry bird? Oh. oh my god! Oh, see synergy. I
0: yes, synergy. I would. Yes. And Sorry. uh no, please, I, I like it. I like it. It's all it's all connected. Because uh, you know, and much like the Titanic at the very end of this movie, uh should I should I tell people? It's kind of a spoiler. Go ahead. <laughs> that the bird just sunk like a stone <laughs> into yeah. the ocean. womp. So uh yeah, I, I just thought this movie was, was Pretty goofy and pretty fun, and I will tell you though it's one of these things about these movies are just like you're just going along and everything is happening there's a big fight, and the movie just ends. it's just like boom, yeah, yeah boom it's and it ends and you're just like, wait, what happened? did I look away for two seconds and the movie ended and I didn't realize it that happens <laughs> all the time in these movies, so
3: you wish you'd done it sooner
0: yes exactly, oh, uh, so yeah, that's my recommendation. it is the giant claw. You can watch that on Tubi and the Roku channel or Flick Splings. And uh, yeah, so on that note, I'll pass it over to Bill.
3: Wow. You know who was a real angry bird were the actors that were in that movie because they're just acting and they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to put in the battleship-sized monster later on. Yeah, we're going to get someone like Ray Harryhausen or Willis O'Brien. And then they farmed it out to whoever does puppet shows in Mexico and came out with that. (laughs) (laughs) I <laughs> went to see the movie for the first time, and the monster comes out, and these folks are just sinking in their chairs. I read an interview with the lead actor, and it was like, you know, you felt bad for him, but it's pretty damn funny. Oh, no. Yeah. Hey, Zach. I just want to say, you know what? Uh, if you like Terrence Howard, I, I am a big proponent of separate the art from the artist. It's it, because most of these people are scumbags, or or they, you know, it, it, what's the point? And movies are made by a lot of people. If we if we ignore one movie because of the actions of one person, so I just say, listen, if you're a fan of Albert Fish's writings, don't let his indiscretion spoil your enjoyment. You know, just oh. I like his sticks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, okay, so, um, like pretty much most of America, I have uh, spent the last few days not going to see The Flash. So, instead, mm-hmm. yeah, eh, well, eh, womp womp, who could have seen that one? I've kind of got on a little Western kick, neo-Westerns, which, you know, Westerns that sort of take the tropes and play with it. But I knew I was going to enjoy this. I wasn't exactly prepared for what it was, but... You can't go wrong with the Coen brothers, and uh, I watched The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Oh, yeah. Yes, which is a hard one to describe, and I won't say that you're going to like all of it. This is six vignettes that have um, six individuals in the old um, west around the end of the Civil War period. There's still, you know, battles between the Native Americans and the cowboys, and there's settlers, and there's, you know, it was an awful time to be alive. And uh, there's six stories. Now, I I will say the one thing that disappointed me a little bit is that these six stories have absolutely no relationship to each other. They are like, they're short stories from a book. And none of them come together. You keep waiting for that Tarantino link that, oh, that explains why he had a beaver on his head or something. And, you know, none of that. They're just completely, none of these characters even know the others exist. So it's hit or miss. But for a hit or miss... I'd say of the six stories, I'd say four of them are top-notch. One of them is really well done, but just depressing as all hell. And I think the weakest one is at the end. It may be the, the one that actually is the most artistic and, and has good writing and lines, but it just it didn't do for me what the others did. The actual Ballad of Buster Scruggs is hysterically funny, especially when you realize at a certain point that the main character, the classic singing gun-shooting cowboy is a sociopath uh you know but but lovable and good at what he does man this is all over the place do not go in there if you're with you know i I don't know if i'll watch this with shauna because she'll be like why are you depressing the hell out of me it's bad enough i'm married to you um you know because some of these have very unhappy endings (laughs) The, the old west was an unhappy ending place But boy the writing is great the acting is good there's at least one 100% classic meme that came out of this and probably more on the way. And uh, you can see it on Netflix. Highly recommended. I mean, look, if you, if you could only, you know, take one artist to a desert island, you'd probably do worse than the Coen brothers because uh, they just, they, they're good at what they do and even their less successful ones are compellingly worth watching. So on that note, I send this back to Renee.
0: Uh, well, thank you. <laughs> Is
2: that right? Or did so, I get sorry, that wrong? Paul, you're no longer on this episode.
0: I, I get me and
2: Renee <laughs> confused
3: all the time.
0: Yeah, it, it does happen.
3: Renee was the first one who talked, so I know uh, that's 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 Renee. why I
2: I always love the fact that throwing it back to the host before <laughs> they're the last person just totally throws everything off. <laughs> it's my favorite, and
3: by Renee I mean Paul.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Well, here's sure, sure. Renee. I, 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 no, no, no. Please, please.
1: Oh, <laughs> okay. As we record this, there is a uh, tourist submarine missing, mm-hmm. searching for. It was uh, viewing the the Titanic, and it it went missing. Um, and that, you know, it's it's tragic. I mean, this is human lives involved. But that got me thinking. Hmm. Billionaire submarines death. Why? It reminded me of the case of. Uh, uh, Danish billionaire Peter Madsen and uh, journalist Kim Wall. So Peter Madsen is a Danish journalist. He um, built several mini subs. He was building his own rocket, but not in a a uh, um, Branson slash uh, um, Musk sort of way. More sort of in a uh, a, a, a janky warehouse uh, junkyard sort of way. But he was still building it, and he had had all these. Um, he had uh volunteers and stuff with him. And uh he had this, this homemade sub, the Nautilus, and in two thousand seventeen wire journalist Kim Wall uh went on a ride with him. And the sub they left on the sub and the sub sank. <gasps> and then they found it and they found they found uh Peter Madsen there. They didn't find Kim Wall. <laughs> oh. Oh, I let her off on the side of the, the, the... The, the the side of the i left left, left off early uh-huh. yeah um let's just say uh the, the 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 giveaway is the name of the film I'm, I'm recommending is a documentary into the deep the submarine murder case uh. now normally i'm not a fan of and it's playing on netflix in spite of what uh, uh just watch says it is playing on Netflix, uh, it is a documentary. I'm usually not a big fan of true crime stories, but this one's fascinating because usually true crime stories weren't begun filming a year and a half before the crime. So uh, director uh, Emma Sullivan had heard about this, this uh, space race, as it were, between Peter Madsen and his former organization, uh, which was literally right next door to his new one, both trying to build these sort of like junkyard rockets. And so she contacted him and said, Hey, I want to film this. This is a fascinating story. And so she started filming it. And as she's filming and a year and a half later, she's there when the sub goes missing. She's there when he's found, she's sub, she's there talking to the people that worked with him as this shit is happening. Uh, it is really fascinating. In fact, some of her footage was used to help convict him, uh, And you go back and you watch some of the stuff he said earlier, and you're like, holy crap, how did people not see these red flags? It is really fascinating. Like I said, you don't usually see true crime stories that were shot beforehand. So I highly recommend this it is it is really amazing there's there's a couple other movies have been made um but they've been focused on the investigation itself this is about this this is him talking this is his like film the the day of you know this is this is uh his uh his co-workers and his friends and shit it's it's amazing so it's called into the deep the submarine murder case and again despite what it says on just watch it is available on netflix and uh so speaking of uh Danish uh, billionaire murderers, I'll pass this to
3: Zach. Oh, um
2: thank you, Paul. Um yeah. o- only only two of those things are true, and I'm gonna leave it to <laughs> our audience to, to guess which well, two. So,
1: so it could be it could be Danish billionaire murderers yes. or <laughs> Danish billionaire murderers. So it's it's your choice. Oh yeah, yeah, there you go. Ooh.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay, yeah, I like that that interpretation more. Um mm- well, I'm obviously not Danish, so I guess I which <laughs> one of those is, is, is true. Mmm, um, Danish. Mm, Danish. Mm. Well, so, <laughs> so, my, so my second pick, uh, I kind of already gave it away uh, what my theme is. Uh, so I'm just going to tell you that my second pick is uh, another show about some folks ending up in a town that they can't leave. Um, now, this one's a little bit more uh, supernatural than Wayward Pines because... Uh, these uh this family tries to they they get into this town and they try to leave it and uh they just keep uh finding themselves back in the town. So uh they're not sure what's going on, but luckily the sheriff is uh there to help them out. And I got to say like every single one of these shows, every single mystery box show since like 2005, I mean you can basically trace all the DNA back to a single TV show. And I'm not going to say this is the first show to ever like have the the the, the mystery box format, but I mean, it's, let's face it, this is the one that kind of popularized it and made it huge. And I'm, of course, talking uh, about Lost. And uh, this show uh, that I am recommending uh, is called From, uh, so it's uh, got a similarly short name. But it's also, um, you'll you'll not only see the Lost DNA here because it stars uh, Harold Perno Perno I, I never know how to pronounce the name. Uh, but you guys know who I'm talking about. If you've ever watched Lost, um, Walt Whoa! Yeah, give me okay. give me back my yeah, okay, that guy. Um but it's also uh it produced and uh some episodes are directed by Jack Bender, who uh, did a bunch of lost episodes as well. So um this one's a little bit more of a horror show than Wayward Pines. It's a little like I said, more of a, a supernatural horror show. Um apparently Stephen King, by the way, loves this show. Cool. Uh, I, I can't give it a ringing endorsement again uh, could not give it my, my necessarily 100% attention had to do a little angry birding but um, it was it was good enough to leave on. I've watched three episodes so far and it's uh, it's good enough to uh, kind of keep on and you know kind of come, kind of interested in, in finding out what's going on here. Um, so yeah from uh, is available on prime video Fubo um, and it's also available on MGM+. Um, now oh if there's a what? single person a out there <laughs> what
1: is that a thing
2: uh, <laughs> that's what i was gonna say if there's a single person out there uh uh who actually subscribes to mgm plus please uh write in and uh tell us what is wrong with you uh, <laughs> <I'm just> kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah i i'm, I'm watching it on a prime video and uh, you can find it there too so um speaking of uh uh uh, complete mysteries to me, uh, I'm going to pass it over to Renee for her second recommendation.
0: <laughs> well, thank you very much. So, you know... Oh, God, I don't even know how to start this. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, you know, it's it's kind of... It's unfortunate, you know, like Paul had mentioned, that there is this uh, submersible that has gone missing. Um, and I, I suppose it's really bad timing um, because last week I had start I watched a few... <laughs> Video is about the Titanic. Um, so the timing was just rather poor. So, you know, they say, uh, hold on, I had a thing for this. Hold on. Okay. You know, once they said that God himself couldn't sink her, oh. then they said no man on earth could reach her. But now you will be there when we raise the Titanic. Oh my Yay. gosh. Oh
3: my God, two sinkers in a row. Woo. <laughs> you're
0: welcome <laughs> <laughs> it's what the people come for
3: you know, you know what they should use to raise the titanic it's this bird that fell into the ocean
0: <laughs> and could grab
3: it with his giant claws
0: it probably could and yeah. it flies at supersonic speeds it can just get down there and back cool. up And he's as no big time. as a
3: battleship so I don't see why he couldn't pick it up
0: exactly so this movie is obviously a uh, little bit of historical fiction but there is a uh, a supply of a rare material was was stowed away on the Titanic. It's like super top secret situation. So you know, of course, that's the only reason <laughs> these people want to get down there is to recover this material and profit. So that is uh that is indeed what they do. And this is based off of the Clive Custler novel, which is part of the the whole Dirk Pitt series. I don't know if, you know, people are familiar with that uh I, Sahara was part of that uh, mm. Mm. Yeah that, that Yeah, I, I don't remember <laughs> having seen that movie or not Given what the, I've
2: the, the fun thing is you wouldn't
0: Yeah that's <laughs> it, the thing right like... If
2: you had seen it you wouldn't
0: Yeah <laughs> Of thinking when I was looking around, I thought this sort of looks familiar, but mm-hmm. I don't remember. And then I was like, why wasn't it more popular? Why, you know, why wasn't there mm. a sequel? And it's mm. like, well, because it bombed. Like, oh, well, that might be why. I don't yeah. know. It,
2: it, was, it was the movie so good that uh, I believe Clive Custler actually sued the filmmakers oh, <laughs> because it was oh. so bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. Yeah, he uh, said it injured his uh, the, the value of the IP.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, there you go. You know what's interesting about Clive Cussler that I didn't know—he was actually a shipwreck discoverer, adventurer guy, and he, yeah, he was a co-founder of the MUNA. I probably got that wrong. Maybe I'll go back and change it. Um, And was part of the crew that discovered the Carpathia, Mm. which is the ship that was there to pick up the people. From the Titanic, oh. yeah, he was responsible. Like his group was responsible for like eighty shipwreck discoveries. It was really interesting.
3: That's a little suspicious, if you ask me.
0: It kind of is. <laughs> it kind of makes you think, you know, you know, you need needed. material. Yeah, you really like to write books about shunk- sunken ships. Mm-hmm.
3: I know exactly I, where the, this went hey, hey, down. Hey, where
2: where was Clive Cussler when that uh, that submersible got lost?
3: just asking. Just asking the question.
0: So, yeah, that's my recommendation. It is uh, Raise the Titanic, and you can watch that, of course, on Tubi or Fubo or Peacock. Yeah, so that's my recommendation, and I'll pass this over to Bill. Oh,
3: why, thank you. Thank you, Renee. I meant to mention, by the way, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs is available on Netflix because I believe it was made for Netflix, and that gives them first shot. So this next one, I feel bad that I, I was completely unaware of this film because it was nominated for Best Picture and it's, it's absolutely terrific. It's another Western. I should say that like everyone else in America, I avoided going to see Pixar's latest movie this weekend. So I needed something to do. and <laughs> I, I, Honestly, I, I think this is probably going to go down history. The last month has got to be the biggest collection of money loss Hollywood's ever had. I mean, with, these things now are losing money by the hundreds of millions. You're losing the kind of money that once, if you made that money, you'd be considered a major hit. Now it's how much you lose. Like, oh my God. Okay, whatever. It's it's a broken system. Hope they come up with something. Um, this is a, I guess what they would call a neo-Western or a contemporary Western. So it's set in modern times. It's called Hell or High Water. And, and I, again, this just was not on my radar, although it's got, it's got a great cast. Jeff Bridges, Gil Birmingham... Uh, Chris Pine and Ben Foster I've never been the world's biggest Chris Pine fan I not didn't hate him but I really liked him in this everyone Jeff Bridges I think was the only one nominated for an award Academy Award but all of them were phew, giving that kind of performance beautiful cinematography and it's it's about two brothers Pine and Foster who um, are robbing banks to save their family ranch So, you know, right off the bat, I've kind of got a bone to pick with this, because I don't really like movies where the bad guys are the heroes, but these guys are not necessarily heroes. It is true, they are robbing the bank, and the bank richly deserves it, because they're scumbags and all. At the same time, the movie doesn't take the easy way out. Innocent people suffer because of what these guys are doing. Although I am 100% sympathetic to their cause, it doesn't. You know, cheat and say, oh, they're they're like Robin Hood and nobody actually gets hurt. Yeah, people get hurt. You know, people die. Um, they didn't deserve it. It's probably the system at fault, but, you know, these guys. It's just, this is just solid, good stuff. The cops are cool. Uh, the criminals are cool. The writing is sharp. The, the, it's all characterization punctuated by the occasional bank robbery. It shouldn't be as good as it is, but it is absolutely, this gets one of my highest recommendations for uh, one of the best movies I've seen in a while, really. Hell or High Water, and it is available on Hulu. We can stream it for free. And yeah, Hulu, anywhere else you got to pay for it. So um, even if you're not really into Westerns, if you just like good movie making, this is some great stuff here. And uh, that's it, isn't it?
0: So who's gonna sing us out tonight? I've got a song. Do you?
2: <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh,
0: okay.
2: uh, then
1: uh, I, I've got one. It's it's really very you know this has never stopped me before. It's it's only very tenuously attached to like one of rec- recommendations. Really not very much, but I'll I'll do it anyway.
3: It's not Yellow Submarine, is it? <laughs> no, no, it isn't. I okay. I've got more
1: taste than that. Somewhere, somewhere in the black night, shining eyes that follow your stride, you can't
0: hide
1: from the monster reptile.
0: For the weekend of June 23rd, Bill recommended The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, available on Netflix, and Heller High Water, available on Hulu. Paul recommended Beef, available on Netflix, and Into the Deep, The Submarine Murder Case, also available on Netflix. I recommended The Giant Claw, available on Tubi, Flix Flings, and the Roku Channel, and Raise the Titanic, available on Tubi, Peacock, Fubo, and Shout TV. Zachary recommended Wayward Pines, available on Hulu, and From, available on Prime Video, Fubo, and MGM+. Amsterdam, Amsterdam. (laughs)
1: This is Amsterdam, Amsterdam, Amsterdam. (laughs) This place is damn, 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 damn. See, because, like, uh, Denmark is not the Netherlands, um, but people get it confused (laughs) because the Dutch (laughs) live in the Netherlands and the, you know... The, the, the Danish, the Danes live in Denmark and they get mm. them confused. And so, but they're kind of close to each other and they do serve Danish mm. in, in yeah. the Netherlands. <laughs> so, um, and I'm sure if you're, if you're, if you're Dutch, they'll
2: serve you in, in Denmark as well. But anyway, so that's the tenuous connection. <laughs> okay yeah. Oh man. Hey, you know, that's, that's a, that's a great callback because, you know, the reason we have music at the end of the episodes is I think the first time we ever did one of these, you... Sung that song and I edited it in, and (laughs) then we just did it every single episode after.
0: Yes! Yeah.
3: It's good. Yeah. It's good.